Welcome to the Change for Joy podcast series, 19 minutes to inspire and ignite your life. Stories change the world, and all of us can change through stories. Each week, an inspirational guest will give voice to what really matters to them. Presentation Master Founder Ninka Van Bezoyen is your host. Stay tuned for today's Spark of Inspiration. Welcome to the Change for Joy podcast series, episode 10 already. We're changing the world one story at a time. And today I have with me Unstoppable Tracy. Yay! Oh, Welcome, Tracy. Yay! Oh, honored and humbled to be here. You're so welcome. And I've been so much looking forward to a final conversation with you because we've been following each other along the line. We never spoke. How can it be? It's hard to imagine. I was sure we'd met sometime traveling the world somewhere. Could could be for sure. So my first question for all my guests is always, who are you? Who is Unstoppable Tracy? <laughs> That feels like a loaded question, right? Is how to define ourselves. I'm I'm best known as Unstoppable Tracy because I'm a TV host and I'm a number one international speaker uh, voted by the JT Fox World with 73 countries and 160 countries with the John Maxwell and this year's 2021 top inspirational speaker as voted by the International Top Professionals uh, Association. Uh, Whoa. In the journey. <laughs> That, that brought me here feeling so lucky and blessed was being a decorated athlete, a, a woman in a male dominated sailing sport, a, a bronze medalist in alpine skiing, uh, the first person of my stature to climb the Himalayas of Nepal and the kind of gal that's busted Uber into Canada as a Canadian and supported pilot strikes with airlines and, and done breakthroughs and crushed roadblocks for pharmaceutical reform, government reform around the pharmacy industry. And so unstoppable in many areas right here. <laughs> and, and loving it all. And hence, wrote a book, a bestseller book, Unstoppable, but I was more interested in Unstoppable listeners today. So it's called Unstoppable You instead of Unstoppable Tracy. I can understand. So can you t- share a bit about your, your background? Because, okay, you have uh, sort of called limitations and you haven't. So what what is your background? What happened? <laughs> What happens, right? And where does all this energy come from? And, you know, uh, I think a lot of us have naysayers in our life and this pandemic, people thinking of what's impossible and finding it harder and harder to be the kind of person that says impossible unless, right? How do we find that stamina to knock on one more door? 148 no's, says Jack Canfield, but one more yes. And so I'll share with you a story but I invite everybody to hear their own personal naysayer in the story. And, and sometimes that naysayer is ourself. We get run down. Often. Yes. Often. So whether it's me or a parent or a sibling or a life partner or a boss. And my biggest no came when I was five years old. And this story has given me so much strength through this entire pandemic. 
And I was face to face all summer. My mom told me that I get to go to school today and I'm super excited. Five-year-old grinning ear to ear. I have red hair and pink tails and lots of freckles. And I'm looking up at the principal beaming and he's looking down at me kind of stone cold. And Ooh. he's kind of in this pregnant pause. And when he finally speaks, he says, I'm sorry. Tracy can't go to this school. And my heart right now with you, if your listeners could see the hair on my arm is standing up. It's still here with me. I know such a rejection. Yeah. A five-year-old. Five years old. And just saying it like that coldly, it felt. And I expected my mom to be all mama bear. And I imagine all the listeners right now are like, what do you mean? But she wasn't. My mom, with her kindest eyes and her kindest voice tone, just with this big smile on her face, which shocked me. And she said, how come? And she didn't say why, because now as coaching professionals, like many of our listeners, we know why can be a trigger word. She just said, how come? And because the principal wasn't defensive, he explained. Uh, what your listeners may or may not know about me on top of World Cup sailor and climber and and leadership awardee, I also happen to be a four-way amputee, means I'm missing my arms and I'm missing my legs. And so the principal said, because he wasn't defensive with my mom's kind voice tone, said, you know, because Tracy doesn't have any hands, she probably can't tie her shoelaces. And there's 35-year-old kids in her classroom. And in the 70s, there was only one teacher. There were no educational assistants, no support workers, no teacher aides, right? Just the teacher. And big classes, right? 35-year-olds. And he said, because Tracy doesn't have her legs, she probably can't go to the washroom by herself. And so this teacher, as much as she might want to help, she can't help. She can't leave these other... 35-year-old kids alone to help Tracy. So my mom replied, I totally understand. That makes sense. How can she leave the other kids? And she said, do you think you could give Tracy one week while I try to find another school more suited for Tracy? And if it doesn't work out, no problem. Because we're here today, can we just try? So shockingly, the principal said, okay, till Friday. My mom thanked him very much. We ran around to the side of the school, and there were hundreds of kids in the playground where the kindergartens get in. And my mom gets this look like the principal had. Now she's looking shocked, and she drops to her knees on the cement playground. I thought she fell. I had no idea what she was doing. I'm five years old. Of course, what she was doing was just like with the principal. She was looking me eye to eye. Look, the principal eye to eye. And I'm a short five-year-old. So she was on her knees to look me eye to eye. And she does that 10-finger parental grip. You know, five fingers gripping one arm and five gripping the other. I can, I can feel her fingers in my arms as I'm telling you this story. And she's holding on to me. And she's looking me eye to eye on her knees. And she says, Tracy, 
It's really important that you and everybody's included. Nobody left behind, including you. Wonderful. Wonderful. Clever mom. I right? love her already. I love right? her already. Yeah. I'm like five years old and I have no idea why she's so intense. Right. And I'm like, she's so clever and brilliant now I know, but in that moment. And so I break free of her super grip and I bump into the principal. The principal had followed us around to the side of the school. So, of course, he saw my mom on her knees talking to me, saying nobody left behind. So now the principal has fallen in love with this redheaded pink tail girl, and he wants me to stay. And when I look up at who I bumped into, his eyes are all welled up, and he doesn't want me to go. So fast forward to recess time. He knows if I'm outside for recess, I can stay. He looks outside. I'm not there. Five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes go by. The recess bell goes off. I never made it outside. He's trying to think, what am I going to tell Tracy's mom? So he goes inside to find my teacher to get some kind of explanation. And he asks her, couldn't Tracy tie her shoelaces? What happened? She's all confused. Actually, Tracy was the first one to tie her shoelaces, she said quite gleefully. He said, well, then what happened? She said, oh, her little friend couldn't tie her shoelaces. So Tracy gave her a hand. It turns out none of the 30 kids could tie their shoelaces. <laughs> By so the your time mom did a good I job. Tied, she did a good job. She did yes. do a good job. By the time I tied 30 shoelaces, of course, the recess bell had gone off. <laughs> and, and so how come the only student with no hands is the only student required to be able to tie their shoelaces? And a lot of our listeners, you know, it, a standard operating procedure makes sense, right? Some It made sense that one teacher couldn't support a girl with no hands sure. and no legs. But we are not meant to be stopped by no sense, right? I learned that day that it doesn't matter, male, female, black, white, tall, small, with a disability, without a disability, lesbian, bi, gay, trans, queer, plus, plus, doesn't matter. There is a valuable role for each and every one of us. And yes, I can see. Have, yeah. 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 And how do you deal with, or do you ever have uncertainty? Absolutely. How, you know, do, how, do, you, how do you handle it? It, it so so the my mantra now it, with maturity is exceed uncertainty feeling uncertain is no excuse for an action and where i learned that deeply was sailing when i first started sailing without both my legs because they end above knees i was very top heavy no arms and no legs especially that every wave and wind i would fall out of the boat now i was wearing a life jacket and i could swim and I knew the points of sail and I knew the parts of the boat, but I, I failed that first summer. It turns out if you can't stay in the boat, you're not able to pass. No, no. <laughs> 
But the innocence of youth, who knows? I just kept climbing back in that boat and I went back mm. the next summer and I learned to balance in the boat. Well, that was an advanced study skill, balancing, trapezing, getting your head out of the boat, looking ahead, reading the water. I got my bronze four. Yes. And then I got my white tail level three, two, one. So exceeding uncertainty. If you feel like you're drowning and falling out of your boat, you're just doing your advanced well, study backwards. You know, Tracy, what I hear is you're trained for life because what is balance? You know, balanced life. All our listeners, we all have something. And the, the truth is, how do you stay balanced? How do you really um, have the, the point on the horizon where you really go to? Because that's that's your direction. If you don't know it, it's it's very difficult to follow a path in life anyhow. And um, yeah, I, I really love that metaphor in what I, well, I pick it up as a metaphor and for everybody. Yeah. But if yeah. I'm looking my head in my boat, if I'm inside my head, if I'm inside my cubicle, if I'm inside my home, right? But if we got to get our heads out of our boats and look ahead and read the waters and see what's coming. Yeah. You know what? And at first, you know, I would see turbulent water, darker water, so I could sail around it so I wouldn't fall out of the boat. But I learned pretty quickly What was even better was to like harness that wind and race through that. Go through. Well, if you in life, if you start avoiding waves, it's a hard life. I can tell. No, go through it. It's fast. Yeah. It's really fast. It's really fast. So Tracy, we have another six minutes. So I would love to hear from you how you are embracing like like going through the waves, don't avoid the stuff, go through it. How are you embracing possibilities? The, the story that comes to mind is skiing, right? Without my arms and legs, we had no idea how I would ski. And, and when I was learning to ski, I'm always the first. I was the first four-way amputee to learn to sail in Canada, maybe the world. First four-way amputee to ski in Canada, maybe the world. First four-way in North America to scuba dive as a four-way mm. amputee. And everyone's always saying no. And I wanted to ski some, somehow it got in my visibility and I wanted to ski and we didn't know how, and a lot of our listeners don't know how they're going to face another day in the pandemic or how they're going to reinvent or how they're going to talk to their getting out of the pandemic. How, you know, we've been limited for so long. How do we move on forward? Wasn't going to figure it out you know, Googling online. I wasn't going to figure it out. No, doing, come on, you have to do stuff. I have to show up, right? I'm not going to learn it on my couch at home. So I showed up at the ski hill and we tried to sit ski, but without arms, I wasn't able to work the outriggers, crutches with skis on. And we tried with my legs on, but without knees, my knees kept, my artificial knees kept bending and I wiped out, wiped out, wiped out. So we're sitting on a bench wondering, how are we going to make this happen? And I look over at my ski instructor and I see his big And I got an idea. I can put my thighs, my stumps that end above knees in men's ski boots backwards. And so that's what we did. I put my thighs in men's ski boots and backwards because they're angled and I'm knees Mm -hmm. to ski. And it put me in that skier's tuck position. But that solution wouldn't have showed up if I hadn't have jumped in, even though I didn't know how. And if I... I continually not avoid failure, 
even though there were many, many wipeouts before we found the backwards boot solutions. So embrace possibility, even if you don't know how, you jump in and get started. Well, what I hear from you is also a creative mind. On our previous episode with Hein Wagner, and he is the blind man with vision. (laughs) So um, it's this endless open eye, no matter if you can see or not, to possibilities, have this creative point of view of overcoming obstacles. That's what I hear from you as well. And from there, you can just earn everything and do everything. And you notice how you know something and you see it. And so mm. you're hearing stories of a person with a disability and you can't help but think of Paralympian and a blind man. And And in fact, I'm somebody that helped Air Canada bust bankruptcy. And I'm somebody that helped bust Uber into Canada. And somebody that has been to 40 countries around the world and and have a master's in business. And Mm -hmm. so it's true that these other inspirational souls come up. But I don't want to be inspiration. What I'd like to be is Someone that calls you to action that says, if she can do it, I can do it. What's my excuse? When you have no excuses, you have no limits. Sure. So if we wrap up, what's your mission? What you want to give to the world? Well, don't make it small. World, come on. The world. That's right. You know, there's a lot going on in people's lives. There's there's bankruptcies, there's job loss, there's breakups, there's illness, and there's things I don't want to even put words to that are horrifically growing exponentially for people. So it is very tough, love, to say no excuses. I know for myself, people would not judge me. They're very realistic reasons. But for myself, when I live a life of no excuses... I get to live a life of no limits. Wow. Yes. No excuses. No limits. I would love to wrap up with this. Are you okay with that? Yes. Okay. So I I really thank you from the bottom of my heart for being here. And we will provide on the podcast all you need to know about Unstoppable Tracy to become unstoppable yourself. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Change for Joy is a collaboration between BookingWorldSpeakers.com, the platform for speakers that contribute to the future, and Presentation Master, the speaker's coaches who stand for authentic, clear, and effective sharing of your voice. If you share our mission to change for joy through authentic and impactful stories, feel free to share this podcast. We unite humanity through sharing wisdom. We change with joy the world one story at a time. Do you want your 19 minutes of impact here as well? Contact us at www.change4joy.com slash podcast. 